0: Welcome to The Catch-Up. My name is Danielle Price and I'm the founder of She Will Shine, a village for Australian female business owners to connect and support each other. On The Catch-Up, we will be bring you an in-depth, no-nonsense look at the key areas of business. That's everything you need to know about and all brought to you by our experts here at She Will Shine. In the next few episodes, we're focusing on social media because whether you love it or hate it, it's impossible to ignore. Today we're talking Facebook advertising. It's been around for a few years, but it generates a heap of questions and a lot of confusion. But lucky for us, we've got Ange Petzerides from Social Media Mania, a fellow shiner and a social media guru. And Ange is on hand to guide us through the complexities. Ange, thanks for coming into the catch-up today.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Now, I want to ask a very quick question. Why is everyone so scared of Facebook advertising? Ah, good
1: question. (laughs) Um, Yes, a lot of us are scared of Facebook advertising. Um, It freaks out quite a few people. And I think the main reason for this is that people actually complicate Facebook advertising. So once you get your head around it, um, Facebook Ad Manager will actually become your best friend.
0: Really? Yep, yep.
1: And this is what we're going to do today. <laughs> we're going to remove all that confusion and you'll um, realise that you can use Facebook advertising to your benefit to help your business grow.
0: Um, so why do we need to advertise on Facebook when we've been using Facebook for free? Suddenly we need to start, well not suddenly, but we need to start paying for people to see what we've Yeah, posting. Well,
1: basically, Facebook is where everyone's hanging out at the moment. So pretty much whether you're in the car or whether, you know, sitting in the traffic or whether you're waiting at the school run, um, everybody's online. So we're all scrolling through Facebook. So this is where people are being seen. And this is where if you're wanting to advertise, where you probably need to start popping up into people's feeds rather than print. Print sort of, um, whilst it does cost a lot more. It's not as easily accessible to us at any point of time of the day as is um, our social media accounts.
0: And I guess it's not as targeted. It's as not as Facebook targeted, market. no.
1: So basically, with Facebook advertising, you have that opportunity to target your immediate audience, and that's the biggest benefit of this. So by narrowing down to exactly who you want to be seen by, um, is what's going to do the best thing for your business. So yeah, this is where um, advertising comes in. So yeah.
0: speaking about audience, um, you're saying you know narrowing the audience down, but shouldn't we be reaching as many people as possible?
1: Yeah, you can reach as many people as possible. Um, your money will be well spent, and Facebook will love you forever. But ideally, your potential clients are the ones that you want to start shouting out to. So when you start narrowing down your audience, they're the people that you want to be start. Spe- they're the people you'll be speaking to. And that's the difference and that way your money will go a lot further because you're actually speaking to the people that you want to resonate with.
0: So it's not the people who are vaguely interested, it's the people no, who are actually interested. that's right.
1: Yep, yep. And that's ultimately what you want to do and that's sort of the difference between print media as well and Facebook advertising because print media, you know, whether say for example you run a yoga studio, you um, Anyone could be reading that that book, that magazine, whatever it is, and not really in the yoga space. Um, so, you know, yep, you've already spent that money in on that print advertising. Whereas, if you are marketing an ad through advertising, the only people that will see your ad are people that have got interest if it's well targeted in the yoga space, and ultimately, that's where your money will be spent.
0: And so, you know, in regards to spending money, what's the difference between us using Facebook Ads Manager and us boosting a post?
1: Okay, so boosting a post is good if you've got an event coming up. So basically it's good for engagement and it's good for sharing. So if you have an event coming up, you can boost a post and it will get great reach. The difference between boosting a post and creating an ad campaign around the same event is that you cannot narrow your audience on a boosted post. So if, for example, you're wanting to spend $30 on a boosted post for a couple of days... You press he will hit that boost button and that 30 bucks will go to pretty much every man and his dog um, because you haven't um Particularly narrowed that audience down, and you'll look at the stats and you'll go, "Oh, that's great! You know, we've got thirty thousand reach and we've got twenty shares. That's all well and good, but how many of those people are your potential potential clients?" And how does it actually
0: convert? Yeah,
1: so when you look at your ad, though, if you spent that thirty dollars on an ad and you narrowed it down to exactly the people that you want to reach, so the demographic, their interests, and their behaviours, that thirty dollars will only be spent when it it's reached out to the people to that particular. really, yeah, you want to see. Yeah. Head, yeah.
0: So, and you talk about targeting um, to, to to narrow the audience. Yeah. What's the best way to actually do that?
1: Okay, so to target your audience, you really need to research them first. So you need to know who your audience is. Um, quite often we think they're somebody and they're not. So by researching, we can get a greater idea of who our audience is and what they want to see from us. So, detailed targeting is really key and that comes down to targeting the demographics, the behaviours and the interests in what our, our potential clients want to see. And that's, that's regardless of whether you're a service-based industry or a product-based industry. That's really the key.
0: So, you able to, are you able to give us an example of yeah.
1: that? Yeah. So, for an example, we recently um, did some Facebook campaigns for a yoga studio. Now, they're based in the Inner West... Um, at some point earlier on in the year, they actually boosted an event. Um, and again, they got great reach. They got a couple of shares. I think they got something like 20-odd thousand reach for a two-day event, uh, two-day boost, um, which was great, but they didn't get any leads. It didn't convert to anything at all. Um, we wrote a Facebook campaign around the same event um, a month later and we targeted the, um, the ad right down to, to the behaviours of, of the potential client their interests. We even brought it right down to the income range that they were looking at um, and they did get leads. They did get a, a better return on their money. Um, they spent $30 on the booster post and we spent $30 on the Facebook campaign and the leads came in through the Facebook campaign and that was purely because it was targeted properly. Yep. So there is a big difference um, and if it's done right and, and that's where we say you always have to target, you always have to research your customer um, because otherwise if when we're sitting down to a narrow audience, if we don't know who our customer is and we get to, you know, um, what are their likes, What you know, what, what are their interests, what do we do? Do we just put, you know, fitness space or do we narrow it right down to yoga, wellness, um, you know, whatever it might be? So, yeah.
0: And so, you know, you mentioned that um, in regards to audience, there's no difference between product and service when you're narrowing down that audience. But is there a different approach in the way you advertise for a product or for a service,
1: um, it really depends because basically, at the end of the day, you need to know what your objective is or what what your outcome is from the ad. So, and that can come basically. You need to test your ads as well. So you can you can create an ad, and you need to be all over your ad. So you can create an ad, start it today, and if you're not getting any leads or it's not converting, you need to look at it and retweak it because what's happening is, regardless of product or service, yeah, that your objective is different, but ideally. The information that you're trying to get out to your customer still needs to be read, and it still needs to resonate with them. So it's really important to to test your ads as well, and just be all over them. Just tweak them, look at them every day, um, pause them, you know, stop them if they're not doing well. Rewrite it, maybe put a new image. You know, we have to make sure that our image is, you know, it it will stop people in their tracks. So you know, they'll, they'll be scrolling, and all of a sudden they see this image. Okay, okay, I'll stop. You need to try and get the other person's
0: attention you know Mm, you need to get that three seconds yeah 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 yeah. and I guess that's the beauty of Facebook advertising you can it's not a set and forget you can go back and that's right
1: and it's got got all the tools that you can use you know when you're going to your Facebook manager or your business manager um, it's got the tools and it's got the features where you can actually go in and do all these things target your audience change your you know your imagery um, add a video you know use a carousel whatever it is whatever works for you Um, you know if you've got Say, for example, you're a PT studio and you want to reach out to to men and women, you know, maybe don't use the same ad. Use an ad that's completely targeted to the male audience and then use an ad that's completely targeted to the female audience. The same ad, different image, maybe, you know, obviously different um, interests as well. But it just shows that, you know, with the different ad set, you will still get – you will still reach your client. Yeah. But it's, you know, I mean, if a guy sees, say, for example, an ad – he might mightn't stop because it's got something that doesn't really resonate with him. But it could be exactly the same ad um, with a, an image of a guy, you know, looking buffed and whatever yeah. it needs to be doing. Yeah.
0: yeah. And so, you know, in regards to that, should our call to actions on our ads be, you know, buy now, find out more, book now? Like, do we need to kind of get people interested or do we need to put in the hard sell straight away?
1: Well, it depends on the purpose of the ad. So what do you want to achieve? What do you want, you know? Do you want conversions? Do you want leads? What is it? Are you selling a product? You know, it just depends on what you want. So ultimately, we want to get more people on our, you know, more eyes on our brand. So in this case, you would run a brand awareness ad. Um, they don't necessarily um, track conversions, um, but it could be a better option here because that's what we want people to see. We want to be noticed, you know? So um, if you want traffic, if you want people to go through to your website, then, you know, run a traffic ad. Um, so it just depends on exactly, you know, what your purpose is of the ad.
0: And I guess that would also mean, you know, whatever the purpose is is how long it should run for and how much you should spend.
1: So basically the ad needs to run for as long as um, you feel it needs to run. So for example, you need to track it daily, tweak it daily and if you need to pause it, pause it. Um, It also depends on when you're running the ad. You know, you might run an ad today um, and then all of a sudden something big comes up in the news. Um, People's news feeds will get inundated and saturated with whatever's going on outside in the real world. So stop your ad because it probably won't get seen. Um, And then, you know, get it going again once you feel like your audience is back online and they're interested again. And I
0: guess a perfect example of that is school holidays if you're targeting mums. Yeah,
1: school holidays. um, If you... You know, there's something if you're in the in the fitness space, um, and there's a big, you know, if it's Mother's Day run, um, and you're trying to run a little fundraising, you know, run on the same weekend, um, have a think about it because the Mother's Day run will probably start draining people's feeds, and maybe just look at the timing that you're running the ad, maybe run it a bit earlier or, or whatever it is. So.
0: Yeah, and what about how much we should spend?
1: How much you should spend just depends on your budget. So, and you need to test your offers. So start testing your offers with five dollars, just a small budget, and just see how. How it runs see how it goes if you need to add more money on it add more money on it um, basically you know every industry is different so your ad will be different per industry as well um, so what you can do is run um, a fewer ads with cheaper objectives so for example you know if you want website clicks or page clicks um, and if you've got a pixel on your website you can get the information through the pixel of what's working best for you um, and then, like we mentioned earlier, just testing your audience with one or two different ads.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, just following on from that, Ange, you mentioned a traffic ad and different types of ads. What are examples of those different types of ads? So,
1: again, it depends on what your, ad, what your objective is. So, if you want traffic to come through to your website, if you're a retail store and you want to start selling you know, your product online, then obviously you want people to go to the store. So, then you would run, a, say, a traffic ad to get people through to your website Um, there are other ads for, you know, uh, engagement ads. So do you want people to engage with with your posts, it it all depends basically on on what you want to do, whether you want conversions or whether you want leads. Um, So if you go into your ad manager, it will give you, uh, maybe I think it's like six options. There are a number of options, but just choose the ones that work for you mostly and then you'll see exactly what you want to do and choose the right style of ad. So for example if you want to get more eyes on your brand then you'll run with a brand awareness ad. You know the narrowing in the audience and the targeting is is pretty much the same on most of them. It's just the way the ads carried out um, and sometimes sometimes also how the ad is perceived in the in the feed as well. Yeah.
0: You mentioned the Facebook Pixel. Mm-hmm. I know it's complicated, but are you able to give us a, just a brief run-through of what exactly that Facebook Pixel is and what it does?
1: Yep. So, Facebook Pixel is is uh, like a code that is placed on, on your website and it will track visits to your page via your website and, and via your ads. So, it basically helps you to track conversions from the Facebook ads. It will also optimise ads based on, on the data that's come through your ads as well. Um, it can help build targeted audiences for future ads. So the information that you extract from your pixel will help you to, to um, create newer ads down the track um, based on the information that's coming through. Um, as we mentioned earlier, if you don't research your customer, you won't know what they really want to see. This is a great way to see the truth, basically, to see what's coming in. Where's the information, you know, where are your leads coming from? And basically, it'll also help you to um, qualify leads. So people that have already been to your website or they've they've had some sort of action on your website, you'll be able to see all that through your pixel pixel um, code.
0: So when you say you'll be able to see when people actually do come through, well, yep. we see that in our Google Analytics. You can see through Google Analytics, but with the pixel
1: with the pixel code, you'll actually see what's coming through uh, through the Facebook realms, I guess. So um, the other good thing about pixels is. Um, you can see if you've got a competitor in the same space, say you are a retail store um, and you have a competitor in the same space, you can go to their website and you can see whether they have a pixel installed on their website as well. So this way you'll know whether they're, um, they're working on retargeting because um, retargeting is another huge area um, if you have a pixel that you can start using the information for. So then you can see what are they doing. You know, If they're not retargeting, there's, then there's obviously a better chance for you to get more of that audience across to your business um yeah
0: and it's um when you feel like facebook is stalking you when you see those ads come up go hang on i've been to that website i know what's going on yeah and
1: that's all the pixel and that and you know you need to use that in your advantage use it it takes you know all of you know a minute to install if you can't do it yourself you can just ask you know a web a web person to help you but it really is important information and it can be used you know to your advantage or it should be used to your advantage
0: and when it comes to testing um, the ads and tweaking, yep. is there, you know, you said two different audiences before, the male and the female audience in regards to the gym or the yoga studio. Yep. Um How, like what should we be looking for in order to be able to tweak these results?
1: Okay, so if you placed an ad and you haven't had enough reach, you haven't had much reach um, or you haven't had any leads or or your clicks are costing you far more than what they should be, have a look at it and then go back into your interests and, and maybe narrow it even further down. So say, for example, you put your demographic as, you know, 18 to 40 and that's not really who you're targeting. So you should really bring that bring that right down because we shouldn't have any more than, say, 15 years between our audience. So that's where we should run two ads. So if you're running an ad and you want to target... Um, if you're a yoga student and you want to target mums, um, run an ad that is targeted between, you know, 20 and, you know, 30 and then run a secondary ad. It could be the same ad but just for a different audience set. You know, from the twenty, you know, or wherever it is, a thirty to forty-five, um, and that way your ad will be re- it'll be sent out to two different
0: audiences completely, and you could have the two different images that yep, reflect different each of images. Those
1: audiences. Um, yeah, and then again, in that when you're um, narrowing down your audience, you know, you can have the interests for the younger demographic. It can be. You know, it might be that they have more interest in, you know, play groups because they've got kids at school or whatever it is. But just bring it right down, you know, right down even to their income, what their income may be, you know, thinking about are they a stay-at-home – would they be a stay-at-home mum? Whatever the case is, obviously every case is different. Um, but this is where if you run two ads and you're tweaking them constantly, you'll get, you know, better bang for your buck.
0: Yep. Yeah. All right, Angie, you've given us a lot to think about. I'm going to go out tomorrow. I'm going to create a Facebook ad campaign – what are the top three things that I need to keep in mind when I'm creating that?
1: Okay, top three would be research your audience first. Totally the top because otherwise you're just wasting your money um, and you want to be heard by the right people. So absolutely, is researching. It does take time uh, but just take the time out and do it. You'll only really have to do it once for your business initially and then um, you go from there and then use the pixel obviously for uh, to tweak it. Um, the other thing is... Um, basically choosing the right ad objective so depending on your outcome do you run a brand awareness ad do you run an engagement ad or do you run a conversions ad so choose the right one and again you can do this by testing so test a couple of different ones and see which one works best for you um, and just go with the one that you get the best result for the other thing is uh, fabulous ad copy and great imagery so basically this is what will people it will stop people in their tracks and stop them scrolling. So we want basically image interrupts. So we want people to stop and go, "Whoa! What is that image? It's just caught my attention. What's going on here?" Um, and with that, you'd have an ad that converts. Um, before you know it, Facebook will be um, your bestest friend. Ooh. Oh, and if Ooh, I can add like if I can <laughs> add
0: one more, put that pixel on your website. On Facebook yep, pixel. Use All the right. pixel. Yeah. So you've heard it here first, now right, Let's run through this. We have. Um, research your audience yep. make sure you have the right ad objective yep. quality copy and imagery that's music to my ears with imagery <laughs> um and make sure you've got your facebook pixel, pixel installed it, yeah. so that's four you've, you've got four you've gone know, i've gone rules. over but the <laughs> pixel is definitely a standout
1: um just to collect all the information that we just spoke about perfect
0: awesome thank you so much
1: for joining us Ange. thank you i hope that was helpful and um yeah any questions shout out
0: We're going to be going into more depth with Ange about Facebook advertising in an upcoming webinar. Plus, we're also going to be talking all things social with a panel of experts in the coming weeks. Head to shewillshine.com.au to find out more. And don't forget, if you like this podcast, subscribe and give us a rating over on iTunes. Finally, a huge thank you to Jen Canock from Hello Treacle who produced this podcast. Join us next time on The Catch-Up.